In this episode, we're going to look at switch security configuration. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. We are enhancing security on two access switches in a partially configured network. We will implement a range of security measures. Routing has been configured on this network, so connectivity between hosts on different VLANs should function when we are complete. We'll be discussing creating a secure trunk, secure unused switch ports, implement port security, enabling DHCP snooping, and finally configuring rapid PVST port fast and BPDU guard. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation, and if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Switch security configuration. I have the packet tracer lab open. On the left side, I have our work area, I have our topology. This is where we're going to do all the configuration. On the right side, I have our instructions. At the top here, we have a VLAN table. Gives us some information about what we're going to do. It's what device we're on, the different VLANs, the names of those VLANs, and then what ports are part of those VLANs and what networks they serve. We have all of this information right here. Couple things to notice. We have a native VLAN, which is VLAN 100. So we're changing that from the default VLAN. And then we're creating this black hole VLAN. Black hole VLAN leads nowhere. It leads to a black hole. Can't get anywhere on our network on that. Here's our objectives, create a secure trunk, Secure unused ports, implement port security, enable DHCP snooping, and then configure rapid PVST port fast and bridge protocol data unit guard. Our instructions. Step one, create a secure trunk. Several steps to do that. First step is connect the G02 ports of the two access layer switches. Here's our two access layer switches. That's these two devices right here. We're gonna create a trunk between them connecting our G02 ports. To do that, what we do is on the bottom left corner, click on the connections icon. And then in the center where the, this menu pops up, what we wanna do is click on our copper straight through. Click on our copper straight through. Our icon changes to an end of a network cable. Got an RJ45 on one end and a cable coming out that's signifying you're plugging it into that port on the device. I'm going to come up here to the left switch, click on that, and connect that into the gig, gigabit Ethernet 02 port. That's the only gig port available. And then it shows that I'm connected to gig 2 and I can connect it in somewhere else. I'm going to go ahead and click on the right switch, switch 2. Click on that and connect it into the gig Ethernet 2 port. Once again, it's the only gig port available. Go ahead, connect those up. Give it a second to think about it. While it's doing it, go on to step 1B. Configure ports G01 and G02 as static trunks on both switches. We're gonna go ahead and manually say, you are a trunk. I'm gonna go ahead and click on switch one here. Opens up the configuration window. I make it a little bit bigger right to left to help the wrapping. As you can see, gig02 came, came up. That's what we are looking for. 
hit enter a couple of times. There's no password set up on there, so we have easy access for our lab. Go ahead and type enable, it gets us into privilege exec mode. It is telling me we have a native VLAN mismatch here. And so we're gonna have to look at that and figure out what's going on and correct that. So configure gig ports G01 and G02. I'm doing two ports so I can use the range command and, and cover all of those at one time. Command here is interface space range and then our starting port G0 slash one and then zero dash or sorry space dash space that's important to have the space dash space in there if you don't put the spaces in there it's going to give you an error and then you put the last port number here our last port number is two oh, look at that and in typical cisco fashion where if you type something in wrong it'll let you know if you type something in right it won't here i typed in the command it is right but what's wrong with it? I was in the wrong mode. I was just in privilege exec mode. I need to be in global configuration mode. And we have another message saying you have a VLAN mismatch error. And yep, we'll come in and we'll take care of that in a second. So get into global configuration mode, config T. Interface space range space G zero slash one space dash space two. Once again, our prompt changes here that we're configuring an interface range. And what we want to do here is statically set it as a trunk. And that's changing our switch port mode. Switch port. I spell switch port correctly. And then mode and trunk. This is where we statically say you are a trunk. You can't be anything else. If we don't specify anything, that's where that dynamic trunking protocol comes in and tries to negotiate a trunk. But once we say you're a trunk, that's what you are. You can also say an access port at this time, but what we're doing is we're setting up that trunk. Notice we're getting some more errors. The gig zero one went down. It made the mode switch port mode to trunk brought that up. Same thing here for switch two did that. Now we're getting a bridge protocol data unit error saying inconsistent VLAN ID. And so we're, we're, we're having some issues. And we're gonna have to work through and take care of that. Now we need to disable DTP negotiations on both sides of the link. And so on switch one and switch two for port two, we need to disable DTP negotiation. On both sides of the connections, we need to do that. Now I have to get out of the range because we're only looking at the gig zero two interface. What I can do here is just type in interface. I could type exit and then retype this interface command, but we are looking at gig zero slash two. Now notice we are just working on a single interface. We can tell that from the prompt and we need to disable DTP negotiation. That is setting the switch port to non-negotiate. So we are looking at our switch Okay, I got to spell switch port correctly. Switch port. And then non-negotiate. Non-negotiate. I spelt non-negotiate. What happened here is as I'm typing in switch port non-negotiate, it gave me that problem saying we're having a native VLAN mismatch error. 
didn't know what it was because it stuck that message in there. So I up arrowed, I did the command again, and then it gave me my little carrot saying, it's right here. If you look up there, I spelled, I got too many ends in the center. So what I'm gonna do is up arrow, left arrow over, get rid of one of the ends. And now we are non-negotiating. Step 1D, create VLAN 100 and give it the name native on both switches. I have to go to both switches and create that. Well, I'm on switch one. Oh, hang on, I gotta go back here. I have to disable DTP negotiation on both sides. I'm gonna go ahead, minimize our switch one window, click on switch two and hit that. I forgot to do that. Log in, type enable for privilege exec mode. Config T for global configuration mode. And then we have to go into that interface. We are on interface gig02. So interface G0 slash two. And looking at switch port settings and non-negotiate. Oh, look at that. What it's saying is is it's a dynamic port, it's DTP. And I forgot to do the step before that and finish it. I had to do both switches and set that as, set G01 and G02 as trunks. Okay, so let's do the interface range command. So interface range. Okay, it's giving me mismatch errors and stuff like that. I'm just gonna start the whole command over because I got some typo arrows or typo errors. So interface space range, and then we want G zero slash one space dash space to two and set those as a trunk. Once again, to set it as a trunk, the command is switch port mode trunk. We get some messages that went down we changed the setting we came back up something about some vlans and bpd inconsistencies we'll work through those as we go now back down here disable dtp negotiations on both sides of the link as long as i have um, i'm on switch two i need to change to just the g02 interface and so type in my interface command i could type exit and then type the interface command and then put the interface g0 slash two takes me into just the one one interface we can tell that by the command prompt and here this is where we type in non-nego g8 i spelt Spelt that all wrong, but once again, it's telling me I did something wrong. I forgot the first word, switch port, and then non-negotiate. Stopping DTP negotiation. Now we have to create VLAN 100 on both switches. As long as I'm on switch two right here, I'm gonna create that, so exit out to global configuration mode. Here on switch two, go ahead, create the VLAN by saying interface. VLAN 100, exit out of that. 
and then we type in VLAN 100 because we're going to put some settings on VLAN 100. We go into VLAN 100. My fault. I typed in the wrong command. So VLAN 100, now that it's created, or it, it brings it up. So we created it with interface VLAN 100, and now we entered into it. It brings that to up. Now we can go ahead and name it. Once again, we want to name it native. So capital N-A-T-I-V-E. Capital N is important. Otherwise, you won't get credit for it. We named it. Let's jump on to switch one quickly. Create it and name it. We are in the interface configuration mode, type exit once, and then interface VLAN 100. There we go, exit out, type in VLAN 100, brings it up and online, and now we can name it native. Next step, on to step 1E, configure all trunk ports on both switches to use VLAN 100 as the native VLAN and trigger configure all trunk ports. We got to do all trunk ports and that's a range. Okay, so we are in configuration of a VLAN. Let's exit out once the global configuration. Then we can use the interface range command. So interface space range. And notice how I keep typing and it gave me a system update. Some people, they get bothered by that. Me, I've just learned to keep typing and go with it. So I got interface, space, range, space, and now we can put our starting address or starting port G0 slash one, and then space dash space, and our ending port is two. Configure all trunk ports on both switches to use VLAN 100. Then from here, we set the native VLAN, and that's part of the switch port configurations. And specifically, we're talking about our trunking settings. So switch port, space, trunk. And then we're going to set the native space VLAN to 100. So our command here is switch port, space, trunk, space, native, space, VLAN, space, 100. Go ahead, enter that in. We get some system updates. We're still having some issues with BPDU. We did unblock gig zero one here. Port consistency restored. Hopefully that's gonna take care of the VLAN mismatch right here. Because if we look at the VLAN mismatch error, it said native VLAN mismatch discovered on gig zero one. Gig zero one had its native VLAN set as one with DSL gigabit ethernet one zero slash one was set to 100 and now that we set it to 100 on our device this now changes it to 100 and we should stop getting this native vlan mismatch now we're having now we're getting a new one now we're saying we have a native vlan mismatch with gig zero two that's our trunk port to switch to where it's saying on switch two our gig ethernet is set to one our gigabit ethernet zero two is set to one. We haven't done that. Let's go ahead and do that. Hopefully we'll take care of our errors. Minimize the switch one window, click on switch two, bring it up. As you can see, we're getting two mismatch errors now. One with switch one and one with DSL. When we change both of these gig zero two and gig zero one to 
VLAN 100 is the native VLAN, it should take care of those errors. We are currently configuring a VLAN here. I'm gonna go ahead and type exit, get into the range of our gig interfaces. So I can go ahead and type interface, range, and then G0 slash one, space dash space two. We are configuring a range of ports. And then we're gonna set that native VLAN. And so we're working with our switch port settings, particularly our trunks, and the value we are setting is for our native VLAN, and we want the native VLAN to be 100. Go ahead, type that in. It gave me an error. And this is where a lot of people don't like what's going on because I was in the middle of typing, it gave me a system update. Specifically, we have a VLAN mismatch, and I continued typing. But now this little arrow is pointing up to the middle of nowhere and it's saying I have an error. For me, the easy way is just hit up arrow once, type it. But of course, another error pop or another warning popped up, hit up arrow one more time, hit enter. And now it's saying you haven't a problem right here. Oh, I spelled switch port wrong. No news is good news. So I got news, which is bad news. Okay, to fix that, all I do is hit the up arrow, left, left arrow over, Get to the point where that is, but I got another error message. So I just hit enter, up arrow, left arrow over, correct the spelling for switch port and hit enter. You will see that this happens to you quite a bit. And it's just something I, I've learned to deal with. Now I will go, I went and hit enter. Now we are unblocking consistencies for the port. G01 VLAN one port consistency restored. They unblocked it. This should stop all of our VLAN mismatch errors. On to step two. Step two is secure unused ports. What we're gonna do is shut down all unused ports on switch one. Shut down all unused ports on switch one. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize the switch two window I have open, bring up our switch one window. Notice we have port consistencies restored by changing those settings on switch two. We should not get any more VLAN mismatch errors. If you do, you gotta go back and look at your settings and make sure you have the native VLAN set correctly on both sides. We're in a range of ports. I'm gonna go ahead and type exit right now. Global configuration mode is where we're at. All unused ports on switch one. If we look up here, all of our unused ports well, we're using ports one and two, 10, 24, and gig zero one and gig zero two. So what does that mean? We are not using three through nine and 11 through 23. But we can use a range command and spe specify multiple ranges in the non-contiguous addresses. Okay, back to our switch one window. So I can do a range, so it's interface, space range space and then we start with the first one we're going to do our first range you got to specify the start of that range that is f0 slash one and then you got to make sure you put your space dash space in there and then nope it's not f01 
we're using one and two, our first range we're going to disable is three. So it's F03 and then space dash three, we're using 10, so one less than 10 is nine. So we, we're having the range of three to nine. We can put a comma in here because now we can specify some more ports. We're using port 10, but then we're not using port 11 through 23. And so our second range here, after I put the comma in is F0 slash 11 space dash space 23. I did it correctly. Once again, how do I know? No news is good news from the Cisco operating system. Now, all we have to do is shut down all those ports to shut it down. You just enter in the shutdown command. So go ahead and just type shut down and hit enter. And we can see that we shut down all of our ports, starting with port three, because we're using one and two goes all the way up to nine and then skips 10 because that wasn't part of our range. We're using port 10 up here for the sales VLAN. And then we start with 11 again and go all the way to 23. We shut all of those administratively down. We did a shutdown command, but we don't do 24 because we look over here, port 24 we're using as part of our management VLAN. That takes care of step 2A onto step 2B. On switch one, create VLAN 99 and name it black hole. The configured name must match the requirement exactly. What that means is we need to have a capital B, a capital H, and no spaces in there. It needs to match exactly. Create the VLAN, exit out once, exit out twice, Oh, we should only did it once because we need to be in global configuration mode. Go ahead and type config T, bring us back into that. Create the VLAN. All we have to do is type in VLAN 99. It creates it. From here, we can go ahead and type name and then black hole. Once I'm again, capital B L A C K, capital H O L E, no space in there. And that creates it and names it. Moved all unused switch ports to black hole VLAN or to the black hole VLAN. So all unused ports again. Once again, unused ports goes from three to nine, from 11 to 23. I'm going to exit out of configuring our VLAN here in our switch one window. Now I can do our interface range command again. So interface space range, and then start off with our first port F zero slash three space dash space. Our last one for the first range is nine. We can specify another range by putting a comma in there. I put a comma in the space. Now we put our first port for the second range in there. F zero slash 11. So we're using 10, but not 11. And that goes to port 23. So I put a space dash space and 23 in there. We'll let you know a little shortcut. I could have used up arrow to get there, but I typed it in again. And we are now configuring a range of ports. Once we're in there, we can now put those ports into our black hole VLAN, which is VLAN 99. 
And now we're set, we're dealing with our switch port setting. So I go ahead and type switch port. And this is an access port setting. So it's switch port access. And then we want to say it goes into VLAN 999. That moves all of these ports in this range, all the ports we're not using into connecting into 99. So if for some reason somebody would activate it, they would connect in, they would go into the black hole, which is connected to nothing else on our network. Takes care of step 2C. We are done with step 2. On to step 3. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Implement port security. Now, for step 3A, what they're going to say here is activate port security on all active access ports on switch one. So all the active access ports. If we scroll up and look here on switch one, all of our active switch ports. Well, F01, F02, we have end devices connected to that. They're associated with the network. We have F010 that's associated with the network. We have a network in the sales network. Here's a network address. Same thing with port 24. Now gig 0102 is not associated with a network, but that was set up to be our trunks between the switches and then the black hole VLAN. So the ones we are using here are fast ethernets 1, 2, 10, and 24. Now we can use the range command to cover all these and apply our port security in one layer. If we go back to our switch one window, you can see we are in an interface range, but it is the wrong range. It's actually the complete opposite range of what we need. And so I can type exit and then do the interface range command, or I could just go ahead and type the interface range command right now, which I'm gonna do. So interface space range, and then I can just list out all of those ports. So F0 slash one comma space, F0 slash 2. Yeah, I could have did a space dash 2 after that, or I could list out each one of them. It's six of one, half a dozen the other, which is easier. Then comma F0 slash 10. And then another comma F0 slash 24. It'll get all four of those ports, whatever commands I enter in next. Now, once again, to refresh your memory, our goal is to activate port security on all those ports. Now to activate port security, it's part of our switch port setting. So it's switch port and then port dash security. Make sure I spell security, right? And that turns on port security on those four ports. Turns that on. Step 3B, configure the active ports to allow a maximum of four MAC addresses to be learned on the ports. Now we're going to use our same range here, but now we're going to say the maximum is four. Once again, we can just go ahead and type that command in. This is dealing with our switch port setting. So we start off with switch port and we're looking at the port security group. 
So port dash security. And this is where we go and we're setting a maximum of four Mac addresses that's allowed. So maximum space and then the number four. That's set it to saying only four uh, Mac addresses per port on the step three C for ports for port F01 on switch one statically configure the Mac address of the PC using port security. So they want us to statically assign the PC that's connected to it. Woofda. What we need to do is figure out what the MAC address is of this one. Couple ways of doing that. Probably the easiest way is what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna open up this PC because this is where fast ethernet is. I'm going to open up that PC, slide this over, click on command prompt, and then type in IP config, IP config, right? Slash all. I hit an extra button. And then here is my MAC address 0010.11e8.3cbb. And I'm going to go in and I'm going to manually or statically program that MAC address as one of the MAC addresses that are allowed to connect. Uh, we go over here. We are in a range of IP addresses. Oops, sorry. We're in this range of ports. We need to be in just fast Ethernet 01. And so what we can do is just go ahead and type in interface and then fast zero one. Hit enter, notice we're only configuring a single port. We can tell that by the prompt. And here, this is where we're gonna go and set this to be a the one of the MAC addresses we can look at. And that's, once again, we're dealing with our switch port settings. And specifically, we're looking at port security. So switch port space port dash security. And then we want to set that MAC address. So it's MAC dash address. And then we put that MAC address in. And it's the format Cisco uses. Format or the Cisco uses four hexadecimals, period, four hexadecimals, period, four hexadecimals to list the MAC addresses. And that's what we need to do. In the simulation here, that's what they are showing right here. Normally in the Microsoft Windows world, when you do an IP config slash all in a, in a true operating system, it'll be two hexadecimal numbers, colon two hexadecimal numbers, all the way up to six sets of two hexadecimal numbers. You just need to change those two hexadecimal numbers, colon two hexadecimal numbers into four hexadecimals, put a decimal and change that in there. Getting back to our S1 window, we can go ahead and enter that in, 0010. 11E8.3CBB. Now, it's not case sensitive, so we don't need to match case there. Some people do, some people don't. I don't. Go ahead and get that in there. Make sure you have it right. I'm just verifying I got the right MAC address. And that says on port one, this is one of the MAC addresses that are that's allowed. It can learn three other ones for a maximum of four, but this is one of those four. 
It takes care of step 3C onto step 3D. Configure each active access port so it'll automatically add MAC addresses learned on the port to the running configuration. And that's what we're talking about is those sticky MAC addresses. Now, it says on all active access ports, which once again are F01, F02, F010, and F024. These four in there. I'm gonna go ahead and just enter in our interface range command. So interface space range space F01 slash comma space F0 slash two comma third port was 10 so f0 slash 10 and the fourth port was 24 so f0 slash 24 that is our range now that i have those ranges i can enter in and come back down to where we were we can configure sticky mac addressing on those four ports with one command once again, we are looking at our switch port settings, specifically the port dash security settings. And we're looking at Mac addresses and spe yeah, specifically we're looking at the Mac address and we want it to be sticky. So whatever device is plugged into there, it will learn that it will write it into the configuration. That way, if it ever has to reboot for whatever reason, that will remain one, those MAC addresses will remain in there. If we don't do sticky, it loses power. It'll have to go through and relearn all those MAC addresses again. And of course I spelled security wrong. So I up arrow, left arrow over, make my spelling correction. And we get that set. That takes care of step 3D onto step 3E. Configure the port security violation mode to drop packets from MAC addresses that exceed the maximum. So any more than the four we set earlier up here, so that exceeds the, the maximum, generate a syslog entry, but does not disable the port. We don't want to disable it. What we want to do is just restrict it to those four. And so the setting we want is four. Now, it's the same range that we used up there, so we can just leave that range command, the interface settings correctly, and we can go ahead and put that command in here. Once again, we are looking at our switch port settings, specifically the security, no, the switch port settings, specifically the port dash security settings, and we wanna set what happens when we do a violation. So it's violation, and then we want to restrict it. And all we have to do is type the word restrict in there. Sets it up to restrict it. That takes care of step 3E, which is all of step 3, on to step 4. Step 4 here, we're looking at configuring our DHCP snooping. To prevent our DHCP uh, attacks. What we're going to do is configure the trunk ports on S1 as trusted ports. The ports on that are trunks on S1 are gig 01 and 02. So configure those as trusted ports.
We're in a range of ports, but that was our active access port. So we need to do a different range. To do that, go ahead and enter an interface space range space and then our two gig ports. So G zero slash one space dash space to number two. That gives us a range of those gig ports, which are which is our trunking ports. And then we're gonna set those as trusted. And what we're looking at here is part of the IP protocol. It's part of the IP, I shouldn't say protocol, it's part of the IP suite. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at specifically at DHCP and the snooping inside of DHCP. So it's IP space DHCP space snooping. And then we're gonna set these ports because that's what we're in. We're in the gig zero one and zero two. We're gonna say we trust them. So IP DHCP snooping trust. That's that as trust. Now we're gonna limit the untrusted ports on switch one to five DHCP ports per second. Limit the untrusted ports. The untrusted ports are access ports. The access ports we're, we are using, once again on switch one, that's fast ethernet one, two, fast ethernet 10 and fast ethernet 24. So it's the range of those four ports that we need to set a limit of five DHCP packets per second. Coming back to our switch one, we are in an interface range of gig zero, one and two. We need to be in the range of one, two, one, two, 10 and 24. This time what I'm gonna do is a little bit of a shortcut. I'm gonna use the up arrow until I find the command because I know I've entered this in before. Up arrow once, up arrow twice gives me the range. And as you can see, I'm working backwards. So right now I'm on this command. If I hit up arrow again, brings me to this command. Up arrow again, a fourth time bring, brings me back to the fourth command in my process. Up arrow again, brings me back to the fifth command, which was where I got an error saying I spelled security wrong. And then the next one should be this. And it is, it's the interface range command for F F0, 1, 2, 10, and 24. Now, it does go a lot quicker. All you have to do is hit up arrow and you don't explain what happens, but it does happen a little bit faster. Hit enter, that gives me the correct range. Now I have to limit the five DHCP packets per second. To limit those five packets per second, what we're doing is this is all part of the IP DHCP snooping. And so it's part of the IP protocol suite. So it's IP, and then we're looking at DHCP. And specifically, we are looking at snooping. And we're going to set the limit at a rate of five. And that's five per second. We're going to set all four of those ports to that rate of five DHCP packets per second. Now on switch two, enable DHCP snooping globally for and for VLANs 10, 20, and 99. We need to switch over to switch two. I'm gonna minimize switch one window, click on switch two. It's logged me out, but there's no password. So I hit enter, type in enable, type in config T for global configuration mode. To enable DHCP snooping globally, what we do from global configuration mode here is once again, it's part of the IP suite here. So it's IP space DHCP, part of the DHCP protocol. And then we say snooping. 
Bing. That's all we have to do. That enables it globally on Switch 2. Last step here is enable enable it for VLANs 10, 20, and 99. While we're here in our global configuration mode, the command here is very similar to what we just entered. Part of the IP suite, we're looking at DHCP and then snooping. We're particularly interested in snooping. And now we're gonna say, what VLANs do we wanna run DHCP snooping on? This is the VLANs where, if we look at our chart here, your end devices are connecting in. We're looking at 10, 20, and 99. This is where the admin network is, the sales network, and your management network. These are where all end devices are connected into. So 10, 20, and 99. Right here, we're saying snooping, and then we're gonna say what VLAN. So you type in VLAN, and then 10, 20, and 99. Okay, I got an error. Got an error. That error says it's right here, is it? Now, I didn't type 20 wrong. I put a two and a zero. What it's, sometimes the error is right around there. And notice the space. I'm thinking that's what it is. I put a space in there. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna up arrow, left arrow over, delete those spaces out, and then run the command. And yes, I took the spaces out and now it, ran and completed successfully no news is good news it takes care of step four on to step five we're going to configure port fast we're going to go in there configure a port fast and then once we do that we are also going to set up our bridge protocol data unit guard bpdu guard Enable port fast on all access ports that are in use on switch one. And once again, all ports that are being used are one, two, 10 and 24. So we're enable port fast on all of those. I'm gonna come over here, minimize our switch two window, click on switch one, brings up our configuration window, hit enter just to make sure I'm logged in. If we look here, the last interface range I entered in is the range we needed. If you're not sure, if you're not positive, that's exactly where you're at. I would just up arrow to find the right command and hit enter again, just to verify that you have those right settings or the, those right ports specified in your range. Now we can go ahead and enable port fast on there. And port fast is part of a spanning tree. And the command here is spanning tree. Once I'm in my interface or my interface range, so spanning dash tree, and then just say port fast. And that turns port fast on for all of those interfaces. You get some warnings. Warning, port fast should only be enabled on ports connected to a single host, only connected to an end device. You shouldn't enable port fast on connections to networking devices, switches, routers, security. You shouldn't enable port fast on connecting into servers because a lot of times you're gonna run trunking on that server. You get another warning here, port fast has been configured on port 24, but it will only have an effect when the interface is in the non-trunking mode. 
Well, right now, it's saying that 424 is in the trunking mode. So it's going to hold that until then. And if you notice, that's what all of them are saying. Oh, I guess I, I missed some of them. Each each port gave us that feedback. So if I did switch it, switch one of these ports to trunking, port fast would be disabled. Okay. Step 5A, port fast done. Enable BPDU guard on all access ports that are in use. The same range again, we can enter in here. Enter in that same range. Um, if you're not sure, up arrow, find the right command, enter it in. But I know this is the right command because I just did it. And the command here to turn on your BPD guard to enable it, once again, is it the spanning tree command. So it's spanning dash tree and then space. And then what we want to type in there is B P D U guard, G U A R D, all one word, B P D U guard. And we want to turn it on. We want to enable it. Type in the word enable. And that enables BPDU guard on all the ports in our range. And that takes care of 5B. On to step 5C. Configure SW2 so that all access ports will use port fast by default. So we want to globally set that we want to globally set that not on a per port basis but we want to set that globally i'm going to go ahead and minimize the s1 switch window click on s sw2 for switch two i hit enter just to make sure i'm connected we are in global configuration mode we can tell that because we have config in the parentheses and that's where we have to enter this in globally all access ports so all, for all access ports, we just need to set the spanning tree port fast there. We are in global configuration mode. The command here, once again, is we're dealing with spanning tree. So it's spanning dash tree. We want port fast. And we want it in or we want it set as the default. We want it to turn, we want it to be turned on automatically. We want it to be set as the default. So spanning dash tree space port fast space default is our command right here. Let's go ahead and hit enter, bring that in. And now we set it up to all access ports. And that takes care of step 5C. That was Packet Tracer Lab 11.6.1 Switch Security Configuration. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.